Dear friends in Christ, welcome to this podcast from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. All Saints is a loving, welcoming parish serving Southeast Portland for over a century. Our purpose is to celebrate God's love, seek and serve Christ in all persons, and go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Today, we invite you to join the Reverend Andrea Skornick as she preaches the gospel and explores the mysteries of God in our modern world. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all, Amen. Why can't they tell anyone? Doesn't that seem a little weird? I mean, it's good news. The disciples have just learned that Jesus is the Messiah, the one they've been waiting for. So shouldn't they be telling as many people as possible? But Jesus orders them not to tell anyone. Now, in most cases, if someone told me that they were someone really important, and then they said, but you can't tell anyone, I think I might be a little suspicious of that. But in this case, there is a good practical reason that Jesus would want to keep his identity quiet. For him to claim to be the Messiah, of course, would have alarmed both the religious and the imperial authorities. And as we see later on, this is one of the charges brought against him at his trial. There's something else, though. It comes in a small blink or you'll miss it clue in the beginning of the passage. The geographical detail that they are in Caesarea Philippi. Caesarea Philippi was a district named after the Roman Emperor Caesar. Caesar Augustus, in fact. And it was a Roman settlement located near a great temple that was built by Herod the Great and then dedicated to Rome and to Augustus, its first emperor. He also was the emperor who added to his title the phrase Divi Filius, son of the divine or son of God. So, they are in Caesarea Philippi with all that that means for them. And it's here that Peter declares and Jesus confirms that Jesus is the Messiah, the true Son of God. Messiah literally means the anointed one, the promised deliverer ordained and commissioned by God to save God's people. It was understood at the time that the Messiah would deliver Israel by a military victory, overthrowing their oppressors, so we can imagine what's going through their minds. They have found the one who's going to lead the revolution. Free them. Save them. Jesus is the Messiah, the anointed one, the deliverer, a true savior. But he is not the Messiah that they have in mind. As this week's SALT commentary notes, Jesus comes into Caesarea Philippi on foot. 
not a war horse. Accompanied by a ragtag group of ordinary men and women, not an angelic army, he is the living child of the living God, born among docile animals, humbly dressed and unarmed, walking boldly into imperial territory, where the mighty Augustus stands in his temple, larger than life, eyes cold as stone. Yes, Jesus is coming to establish a new rule and a new kingdom, but it's a different kind of kingdom. Not one that comes about through human power, but through God's power. A kingdom that is within us and that is us. A kingdom that is both coming but already here. The salvation Jesus offered doesn't come through outdoing Caesar, using the same means of arrogance and violence. Jesus' counter-approach is doing and being everything that Caesar and Rome is not. Coming in humility, not dominance. Coming to restore and not destroy. Coming for justice and grace. Where earthly powers subdue, Jesus' way was to come under people in service and lift them up and empower them. Jesus' way was humble, nonviolent, and wholly committed to the way of love. The messianic secret, or his urging them not to reveal who he is just yet, isn't because people can't know. It isn't even about avoiding death. It's because he knows, because he knows that that is where this is headed. The reason he can't publicize that Jesus is the Messiah is because what Peter and the other disciples understand the Messiah to be isn't what Jesus means at all. The disciples will have to let go of their expectations of the Messiah to be able to welcome their Savior before them as he is. And as we see in the time between now and Pentecost, that does happen. But at that moment in Caesarea Philippi, they weren't ready. The people with their ideas about the Messiah weren't ready. We could even ask, are we ready? Because Jesus continues to be the Messiah who defies expectations. He's not what people have in mind when they think about who or what will save them. And we're always looking for salvation and possible saviors, like the person who's going to save our country or our cities from the mess they're in, looking for the product or the person or the place, looking for the job or experience that will save us from unhappiness, loneliness, emptiness. So many people are looking for who or what is going to make things okay, and I'm pretty sure when they're doing that, that rarely are they thinking it's Jesus. Jesus may not be what we expect, but Jesus is the Savior that we need. He challenges the world constructed by the ego, the self-centered way of going through life. He challenges a world constructed by acquisition, power, and abuse. 
He is the antithesis of the places that we have looked for salvation that keep coming up short, leaving us empty, lost, alone. To quote the commentary again, Jesus is a king who subverts conventional kingship, a deliverer who means to save us from our self-centered obsession with our own deliverance, and a teacher who introduces us to the deeper physics of love and generosity that really make the world go round. Jesus also challenges our self-diminishing and other-diminishing thoughts. Whatever is in us that believes ourselves and others to be unworthy, he transforms and renews our minds, as Paul talks about, with the truth that there is enough love and value and belonging for us all. Salvation comes in his simple yet earth-changing news. You are loved. All of it is loved. Live in that love. Who is Jesus? Who do we say he is? The answer might surprise us, delight us, save us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast offering from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. For more resources from All Saints, or to support this or our many other outreach ministries, please visit allsaintspdx.org.